0: everybody. I'm Kate Conroy.
1: And I'm Vinny Civitello.
0: And this is Other People's Business, which is the podcast from the New Jersey Business and Industry Association, the largest statewide business association in the country. We release a new episode every other Wednesday, so be on the lookout for that. Shout out to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group. They do home, auto, and workers' comp, so check them out if you need some updated coverage. Awesome.
1: Just a housekeeping matter, or two before we get this train rolling. This podcast is available just about anywhere you can get a podcast. That's iTunes, Google Play, Amazon's TuneIn. We even throw these things up on YouTube if you'd rather watch than listen. But no matter how you check the show out, give it some love. Give it that like. Give it that comment. Give it that five-star review on iTunes. It helps the algorithm find more awesome listeners just like you so we can continue doing the show. And with all that out of the way, our awesome guest today from Smiling Voice is Barbara Farahar. Barbara, say hi. Let the audience hear your
2: voice hey hey how are you awesome how are you i'm doing great thank you so glad you could be here
0: today it's so here (laughs) so today's icebreaker is what are you currently binging and i am happy to go first um i haven't (laughs) i haven't talked about this in a long time but in addition to superstore and that 90s show and breaking bad and a bunch of other stuff that i'm just consistently binging and let's be honest Ted Lasso wow. here and there as well um I am re-watching RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars and I'm at the most recent season where it is all stars all winners and the thing that I love most about the show is how happy they all are to see each other you know like on most reality shows the contestants are like backbiting and talking smack and like meh <laughs> <"Ning." laughs> These guys are just so genuinely happy to be in the same room together, making art and putting on body glitter and helping each other with their hair and makeup and sewing. Mm -hmm. And one girl doesn't know how to sew. And so she's literally hot gluing gowns together. It is so fun (laughs) and so funny. I just I really cannot get enough of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race.
1: If you can't be genuinely happy while you're putting on body glitter, you got to rethink your life.
0: A great
1: 100%. 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank
0: you. I mean, the whole reason for Maybe not glitter. the
1: while putting it on. I don't know what's involved in putting on <laughs> body glitter. But at least while you're wearing it out in the world, you got to be projecting happy. That's all I'm saying.
0: 100%. I mean, I, I would be thrilled if I were in body glitter right now. It would just be like a, a better day
1: is body glitter is it just like glitter like it because i know once you put glitter on you it never comes off so is that just all there is is it like glued on in some way oh
0: i have to admit are we about to take
1: this show into a very (laughs) like PG-13R, yeah, borderline. I, here? Yeah. I don't know. I,
0: know. I don't think so. I don't think so. So I've never experimented with body glitter myself, but you're right. Whenever you work with glitter, it just inherently gets everywhere and then yeah. you can't get it off your clothes or your fingers or your face or whatever, the bottom of your shoes. I think body glitter, there is a little bit of adhesive and so you just brush it on yeah. and it just stays until you wash it off like makeup. Yeah. Um, but I'm willing to investigate this uh, for you, then I'm just gonna I wanna know. Uh, I, wanna, I wanna know. I, yeah.
1: I genuinely wanna know.
0: Do you think I could expense it if uh if it comes up as a work related thing? Do you think I can expense it?
1: Sure. I mean I I'm just <laughs> I'm I'm I was just curious if they showed the application during the show or if they all just show up with the body glitter already on.
0: There are moments when you're watching them put on their makeup and some of it does include glitter. And sometimes they glue like sequins to their lips and their eyes and like it. it's artistry. It is such beautiful on artistry. On their eyes? Like on their eyelids, not their eyes that's got to be
1: uncomfortable as anything when your eyes are open like anything that would yeah. be on your eyelid but, oh, no, well I don't like that at all. it's
0: not hot glue, I'm sure it looks although... gorgeous but you know <laughs> <laughs> it's not hot glue but yeah I can't I don't know what no no no, no. I just mean
1: like having a sequin on your eye like just yeah. imagine something on your. that eyelid. would be hard yeah. yeah
0: that would be weird and hard and yeah some of them some of them have elaborate eyelid makeup so that when they close their eyes it's like another set of eyes looking at you
1: I've seen it's that just, yeah
0: Wow.
1: I've always thought that was kind of creepy, just to be honest with you.
0: (laughs) It is kind of creepy. It is kind (laughs) of creepy. But anyway, I'm just saying the level of artistry is just ridiculous. And it just makes me so happy to watch artists who are really good at what they
2: do go in and at a level. Can Mm. you top body glitter? (laughs) I definitely cannot. um, But I will tell you, I don't know if I've been binging this it's a movie, a documentary, but I've been watching it in segments. It's True. the Pamela Pamela Anderson <gasps> oh, yeah. documentary. Oh. It's yeah fascinating. I mean, there are things that she shares, had no idea. Yeah, and I'm just gonna put out there, like
1: I didn't think it was possible for us to, you know, learn anything more about Pamela yeah. Anderson after everything that's been quote shared. <laughs> that's
0: exactly what I, I he thought. Heard. When I saw
2: yeah. it, I was like, do we really need this? But yeah. okay. And you know what? Speaking of makeup, the thing that I find really interesting is she doesn't wear any makeup in the documentary. porch, you know, they'll flashback and those. Yeah, I saw scenes. a photo. Yeah. Holy cow! She it's up close, and what's really cool is that her sons, at least one, if not both, yeah. um, produced it or directed yeah. it, or whatever. So really interesting. And then, of course, I've been watching White Lotus too. I just finished that. So that oh, was it's on my
0: just list. Candy. Mm-hmm. Just
2: candy, just <laughs> candy. <laughs> Before we
1: leave Pamela Anderson, though, I, I was reading an interview with her or watching an interview with her on YouTube, and she was talking about, like, that that Hulu thing came out, um like, last year, year before, the Pam and Tommy thing, and mm-hmm. she hated that. Like, I, I didn't see it, but she had some real nasty words for the people that made that thing. I don't know um what was in there that was maybe, like, not true or anything, but I guess... It's always cool when you you have the opportunity to get out there and tell the the real story, I guess. Yeah. And it's
2: fascinating. I mean, her childhood and then moving to Cal. I mean, I knew the movie California from Canada, but then back home where I'm not 100 percent done. I think I have 20 or 30 minutes left. So Mm. I'm binging it in segments. But it is fascinating. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then Check it out. White Lotus, I, I still haven't watched it. I, I hear it's amazing. <laughs> I think you're like the third guest in a row to tell us like they're watching that. Really? So I, I definitely got to get on it. But yeah, yeah. I, I do love Jennifer Coolidge. Ugh.
0: Love yeah. her. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, Vinny, what are you binging? You know, I, Co- I, Chloe making you binge?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chloe, we're, we're currently on like a mix of Pokemon and uh, Scooby-Doo, but I... I watched Andor. I don't know if we talked about that on one of these. It took me months to get through Andor. I'm not going to say it was a binge. Yeah. Um, it was like 12 episodes on Disney Plus. It's a tie-in to Star Wars. It's like the prequel to the prequel. Because Rogue One was a prequel of Star Wars. And this is a prequel to Rogue One. So I, I don't know. But oh. the first eight episodes are all um just the rebellion getting off the ground. Trying to get financing. You know, like going through sneaky, like political back door stuff and i'm just like this is not interesting <laughs> like i don't like the last four episodes are actually phenomenal you know like is it worth watching those first eight to get to the last four i couldn't tell you i i don't know but yeah took like me a maybe long time to get through it yeah maybe not i don't know i i feel like i don't know as long as they keep putting out star wars i'm gonna watch it i don't know that i that's a a policy that i should keep up for for super long but Yeah, that was the first time I watched anything where I was just like, God, what am I doing with my life here?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you probably already know this, Vinny, but you're the barometer in my life for whether or not something in Star Wars universe is worth watching. Like, I usually, it'll come up in conversation naturally, and I will listen to what you have to say about it, and I will make a decision about watching it based on what you have to say about it. That's a a
1: hard responsibility to put on anyone.
0: I'm sorry, no pressure, (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping to be able to come back to the show in the next, you know, few weeks or whatever, be able to say I watched The White Lotus. I've got Space Force season 2 and Russian Doll season 2 that I've been looking to get to oh, forever. Oh, I forgot. You know, so about I really Russian... want to check those out. Yeah. But for now all I can say is like for the last few months I've been slowly dripping Andor. Not many um great transitions between Well, no. No. There's lots of voice acting going on in the Star Wars universe. So speaking of, you know, series where there are great voice actors, Barbara, why don't you tell us about Smiling Voice?
2: Sure. Well, first of all, thank you guys so much for having me on. It's I have our pleasure. You, believe me. Oh, thank you. I have <laughs> to tell you, this is weird for me. And I'll tell you why. Because I've always been on the other end because ah. I've been a radio host and okay. doing voiceovers. I and I've had my own podcast and it's just so exciting and weird to be on the other side, answering the question. I'm so used to asking questions. Like when we first got on, I was talking Came like, oh, what are those pictures behind? You know, I'm just so used to. So um, first and foremost, so I ha- my company is called Smiling Voice. And what it is, is a, I essentially do every kind of voiceover that there could be. So commercials, narration, phone uh, on hold. I've huh. done um, explainer videos. I've done um, medical narration, books on tape. Um, I even auditioned. I didn't get it, but I auditioned years ago for a doll. And I had to stand in oh. front of a panel of people. <laughs> and, you know, like when you push, because you have a young daughter, you know, you yeah. push the belly and it goes, sure. <laughs> yeah. and I just giggled the <laughs> That whole time. has to be the most awkward
1: audition ever. It was
2: like. so awkward, but it's fun, you know. Um, and I have done now when it comes to video games my voice is a little bit lower but what I have done when video games come out there's also sometimes a translation um between let's say some of the Japanimation let's say Mm -hmm. um I've done it it occurs um, to me I totally should have
1: gone in that direction like my actual binging has been video games like I binged Mortal Kombat ah. 11 and Gotham Knights over the last couple weeks but Kate can't talk about video games she's just not in that yeah
2: so I I never talk about that but cool yeah let me hear all about it yeah so what I do is I actually have been the translation. So one time there was a female that did, I don't know if it was 4D. This was going back a couple of years ago mm. and she would say it in Japanese. And then I was the, when I yeah. was creating this, da, la, la, la. so yeah. I've done that. I, I have auditioned for cartoons and Japan animation, that kind of thing. But because my voice is lower. I don't sound like ha, ah, oh, you know what I mean. So <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I haven't done, but that I mean to do a cartoon or animation would be next level, you know. But because um, I sound, you can actually hear the smile in my voice, and that's what I get hired for a lot of times, and I. I also have been on the radio for years so when I'm on the radio I talk to my friend you know I have a picture sometimes in the studio so it's as if I'm talking to one person I think that's why I get hired too because I sound like I'm your friend and hey I love this product not in your face throwing it at you so yeah that's what I do yeah I was gonna say
1: you know it's but I I don't even know how to say this. Like I, I play a lot of stuff where there's people with lower voices, so you know, you know, don't don't just stop. You know, keep at it. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe I'll be a guy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, no, I was gonna say like it's not always with the females. Like, no, 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 no. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, people need stuff of all different ranges. You know, I don't know. Absolutely. Um, I was gonna ask how frustrating is it that like these days there doesn't there don't seem to be voice actors in you know like animated movies these days it's like you, you see like this character and it's it's got to be voiced by like you know samuel um, jackson yeah samuel jackson or, or you know somebody huge like zoe saldana ryan like they just don't mm-hmm. have like yeah like voice actors anymore like
2: yeah
1: Paige o'hara or, you know <laughs> mm-hmm. or, um,
2: yeah it is you know i got frustrated initially and that was happening in commercial work too um but then I realize there's enough work for everybody. There really is. There's so many little niche things that you don't think of. Um, yeah, it's great to, it would be great to be in a movie. Oh, to say, Oh yeah, I'm the voice of 1-800 flowers on a national commercial, but there's enough local. I just did a bakery that's in, I don't know if it's Red Bank or Shrewsbury. I just did their spot the other day. So like, Things kind of trickle in. I do a lot of car commercials, which have kind of slowed because the car market is what it is right yeah. now. Um, but it was. It does sometimes get frustrating. However, there's plenty of work for everybody. Yeah,
1: that's cool. How do you go about finding like the the work? Like, because it's it's not like uh, do you is there you a agent? system by which you work? Yeah, is it like that? Is it like a website you go to? Like, how does it work?
2: So initially, when I first got out of college, I had an agent. And the thing about having an agent, and at that time, that's what I needed to get in. Um, And they would send you on auditions. And when you book something, then you would get, they would get a little percentage of it. Then what happened was I moved to Vermont for a radio job. And I couldn't, I actually, my voiceover business took a little pause for a few years. Then when I moved back to New Jersey, picked back up with the agent, got a radio job, But what happened was then I got pregnant and what it is in that this field, it's so competitive in New York that you have to be available at a moment's notice. Like Mm. I could have gotten a phone call at 10 o'clock this morning that I needed to be in New York for an audition at one. Then I would have had to get a hold of you guys, drive in, park the car. You know, so (laughs) I took a break from the agent when I had my two daughters because I couldn't be available one hundred percent of the time. What was cool about that is then it shifted to home studios and I built a home studio. I had a friend who built a home studio for me. He showed me everything and it was a perfect transition through these last bunch of years. Now, still, the big stuff is done in New York or there's a I do audiobooks in a studio up in North Jersey. You know, it has to be edited kind of on the fly. Um, but then what was kind of cool is when the pandemic hit, I already had a studio. Um, so I have repeat clients that I've had for years, and there are websites that I go to. Uh, Voice one two three is an example. There are auditions; I get invited to audition, and it's it's really cool. I mean, I did a winery, a vineyard in outside of uh, San Francisco, and the guy just listened. I had my cell phone; I just had it up, in, and he said, "Just put me on mute," and I was like, hey, "Yelmo Winery, blah 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 blah." blah. And I've done commercials in Hawaii. Like you can do it from home and then send it off. And then they add their music and sound effects. And yeah, that's awesome. Our yeah. Technology. What's the weirdest thing that you've ever voiced? <laughs> the we- well, I did that doll audition. I did a video. This was actually on camera. I don't usually do on camera, but I got asked to do this one for plastic surgery. And it was about nose jobs and... I, I, it was a very, very long time ago, and it was in this mansion in Bernardsville or Bridgewater, and I was there, and I they had me memorize the script, and I and I've never had any plastic surgery, and at this time I was probably in my I'm 25, 27 years old, so i was like you know what i'll take the gig and it was it was weird it was just really weird talking about rhinoplasty and i don't know that was really Mm. weird as far as other stuff it's nothing i mean i've had to do um it's probably not appropriate to say exactly what happened but i did do a growth hormone uh voiceover for a drug company and there were things that happened like the side effects that I had to talk about. It was I was so glad I got the script the night before so I could read through so that I didn't start giggling when <laughs> I did it. Those yeah. are
1: always hilarious. It's like you know mm-hmm. you, you you watch a commercial for something that's supposed to like cure a headache and it's like yeah. anal hemorrhaging, <laughs> right. spinal
2: crackature, you know, <laughs> You're just you like, oh my god, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's it's wacky. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nothing really too. Weird. Most of my work is promo work, you know, coming up next, um commercials and like I said narration. A lot there is a lot of work in um corporate narration, retail, I've done benefits planning, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so fascinating. I never think about the corporate work, but now I'm like right back into Mad Men and toward the end of Mad Men when uh, Joan Holloway like, got hired to do, like, corporate videos, and uh, yes. like, that was the start of her act, her second act.
2: Yeah, that's... Um... Good old Joan. You know what? It's interesting. Um, One that you don't think of, and now when I say this, it's all you're going to think of, so I apologize for the airport. I don't know, from
1: now until forever, whenever I see one of those dolls that giggles, <laughs> is, I'm going to be thinking think of about
2: me? you. Um, <laughs> I'm actually, I do a lot of work for AT&T, and I'm actually the voice for FEMA, so you know when you call and I say, I'm sorry, your social security number is not corresponding huh. I said, I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> so I do those a lot of those that's awesome that's actually amazing. Kate
1: is the voice for AT&T sponsorship on Minding Your Business our other show in the beginning of the show when it's like AT&T sponsors you know like whatever it is like <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I'm saying this I could actually recite the entire commercial by heart because I've heard it <laughs> like 10,000 times but like yeah Kate is that voice in the beginning of the show
0: yeah. love it Yeah, Yeah. it's very exciting. Very exciting. (laughs) All right. I think we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to play a little game. And welcome back. It is now time for our lightning round game, which today is brought to us by Integris IT. Barbara, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. All right. Here we go. Favorite pizza topping. Ooh, mushrooms. Ooh. So hold on.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Mike was on the last episode of the show, yeah. and he said sausage. So, do you guys yeah, order? No, in? I don't yeah. eat. No, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we get two pizzas.
0: <laughs> the
1: war of the pizzas for the war year. Of <laughs> yeah.
0: Amazing, amazing. Okay, okay. Uh, greatest TV show ever made.
2: Oh, oh, Brady Bunch. That's wow. a unique answer to this that question. No one has ever. Made.
0: <laughs> tell me i have a follow-up question i'm so sorry Sure. No. Yeah, what did ahead. you like about the brady bunch
1: oh you can't say it like that
0: like, you know, guess... i'm sorry well, it's right, I... really judgmental i'm sorry yeah no you're, you're making it, be it be sound judgmental. like the brady bunch was a bad show
2: it, it wasn't was a well first of all i had a crush on peter oh. so we'll start yeah. with that there you go um i like that every which one was lost... peter was peter the middle the dad? one the middle, the middle one. one okay the middle, the middle one, one. Um, I like how it all got resolved. I, I mean, I'm not a sitcom person now as, as an adult, but I like how everything kind of just went, everything figured itself out. Yeah. Like within was- one episode? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it
0: was a two-parter set in Hawaii, right? Was there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when everybody had a perm.
2: Yes. I had a perm. I mean, I did <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, Yeah
0: uh okay all right i'm gonna stop judging the brave show because i it, you're right it was a good show it was a good show it was just um
1: I... there's like four <laughs> acceptable answers to this question to kate it's, it's like <laughs> which are what are your favorite it, uh,
0: no kate... i'm not gonna do that I'm not
1: gonna... no no, no I, I think like to kate it's like breaking bad mad men um better call saul i i don't know anything else yeah. that would fit into that
0: yeah there's something else in there Beep. V- Probably. Deep, although sure. Mike actually had some really respectable answers for that
2: question. So Yeah. A but lot I, of people on the show
1: say Seinfeld, you know, that's yeah. That's one that comes up a lot. But Mad yeah.
2: Men would have to be in there. I mean, that show is phenomenal. I do agree with you. It's just a perfect show. Like I hey, would change. Movie. Brady anything. Bunch went
1: for like eight to ten seasons. It had yeah. two movies, uh, two remake movies. I don't know about the Hawaiian thing, whether that was movie. it, it is a perfectly acceptable answer. Yeah. I,
2: I agree. mean Carol yeah. Carol Burnett too, King. I'd
1: have to say oh love
0: yeah yeah love did you i I don't know that i
1: ever watched the old show she was on better call saul in the last like season she was
0: i forgot about that yeah did you know that she had um the giggles so badly she could not perform a ballad because it would make her laugh she would just be too nervous (laughs) so whenever they had her sing like a love song or a ballad they had to put her in like a chicken costume or riding a toddler um truck or something like she couldn't really yes just
1: couldn't. to work the giggles in so that it made sense
0: just to be funny because if, she, okay. if the audience was laughing then she wouldn't laugh but uh, if the okay. but if she had to stand in front of the audience and be serious she would get the giggles. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's
1: some good tips to people out there. You know if if you really are that nervous in a situation kind of control the situation. Yeah you know make it something that works for you. But Either anyway way. go ahead next one.
0: <laughs> All right next one uh farthest from New Jersey you've ever been
2: um, I guess Hawaii. Okay, Ooh, Hawaii, Barbara yeah. goes Hawaiian. <laughs> I was just thinking because the Brady Bunch, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I think that's, I mean, you're. I, I would say that's further than anywhere in Europe I've ever been. I, I, think, I think so. so. Long, that's a long flight, yeah. You gotta break it's out the
1: ruler and the map,
2: I don't Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the compass. <laughs> yeah, no, right, exactly. All right, uh, morning person or night person?
2: I am definitely more of a night person. It takes something to get me out of bed in the morning. Mm. Really? You said you were on yeah. the radio. Were you like a nighttime DJ or I? I we was were talking before, like
1: in the middle of the two. I don't know if you mentioned it while we were live. Yeah.
2: Mm. yeah so I do middays now. Um, but when I first, started, oh, you're on the radio now. I'm on the radio now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but I do something that's called voice tracking. So what? The, so I actually was on today from ten to two, but I recorded my show yesterday. So when I okay. have something like this, or I have a voiceover booked, I can go to the radio station and it, it's all in the computer and I just talk into the breaks. Um, uh, but when I first started, I was at night. Yeah, I was on it. I have night. a question. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question
1: about the, yeah. the pre-recording thing. So- mm-hmm. Do you ever run into a situation where you recorded a show yesterday and something happens today that just like can't be ignored? Like, let's say like Superstorm Sandy hits and you're yes. like, it's a lovely day we're having today.
2: <laughs> like, does well, that kind of notice, thing ever happen? Um, I don't talk about weather. I'll tell you what, a couple years ago when Tom Petty died, Prince died, you know, we had all that. Now, a little sneaky trick. I have a recording studio at home, so I can go in and make an MP3 with a brand new, you know, thirty-second blurb. I Mm. can send that to my production guy, and then he adds it into. That's that we've done that before. That's a sneaky little trick.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Great i love that you can pre-record a whole show though from 10
2: to 2 you can just pre. Yeah, imagine that imagine if you yeah. could
1: pre-record this show you know
2: <laughs> yeah I, there are a lot of stations and a lot of satellite radio that's how they do it i didn't know about that i happened to be at a wedding and somebody said hey you want to be on the radio again and i was like oh no because what i loved about radios you got to pick your music and i yeah. loved that part and now everything's programmed but then yeah. she said to me she goes you know you only have to be there for a four-hour shift. It'll take you about forty-five minutes. I'm like, ooh, do tell. So then I got into this. So that's what I do. So I'm. A How do you record four hours of floor-time.
1: content in forty-five minutes?
2: Yep. because no I music. Just,
1: the oh, music well, in between. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So then they just fill in. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Commercials and yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And do you well? Do you have to record the commercials? Because sometimes you hear that, like people on the radio will be like. And now, you know, we're a word from our sponsor and it's them doing it. So, like, you don't really get that time off then, right? No. So
2: I do that after I've done with my recording or being on the air. I go into a production room and I record that stuff. Um, and I also do something also on the radio. Uh, I'm a big, passionate person about animals. So I do a, a little side project there called Happy Tales, And what we do is before the pandemic, we would bring animals into the radio station and I would play with them. They would video me. And then we do a voiceover. This is Fido. Fido is a two year old. And we still do that. And we just had a meeting yesterday that we're going to go back to bringing them in or I may go to the shelters and, you know, they'll show me in there. So that's another And I have to record that voiceover, too. Sometimes I interview somebody from the shelter. Hey, is yesterday we had a cat, Barky Bart. And that cat was like fourteen, and only could be with older people. Like, so we give all those details too. That's Mm -hmm. so. uh,
0: That's why can it only be
2: with older people? Because it was an older cat, and it couldn't have like little kids pulling at its tail and stuff. That makes sense. That's fair. That's fair. Where can people listen to you on the radio? So I'm on a station in here in New Jersey. It's down near Long Beach Island. It's called uh, WJRZ. So it's one hundred point one. And what's really cool about radio now, like when I was on the radio up in Vermont, you had to be there and listen, but as you know, you can now go to the website and hit listen live. So I have relatives all over the country. Even some of Mike's relatives in Ireland are like, ah, we heard Barb. I was like, oh my gosh. So yeah, so I'm on there and I'm on 10 to two uh, weekdays. Mm -hmm. That is is so cool. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. Uh, all
0: right. All right. Last question. Uh, how many cats is too many cats?
2: Too many cats. I would say more than two. Ooh, you know I've that. had one and then we had two at once. And I and I've had two dogs. I think anything more than two. I, don't, I have two kids, too. Is that is that a. Is that <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no tolerance? But you are one of the few people who hasn't
0: said what's too many. So I'm taking it. <laughs>
2: No, I love animals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: When you were saying I love animals, my first thought was going to be like, oh, she's going to come out with like six. She's going to be like six,
2: maybe seven cats. Is too many
1: cats.
2: (laughs) Now, if I had a big property, a big farm, or something, I could have maybe three or four cats, but I would have ten dogs. I would have twenty dogs. I love. Yeah.
1: Wow, ten dogs is a lot of responsibility. Like I, I would get ten cats before I got ten dogs. Like Mm. you know, like you got. I. We have a neighbor, and she has three dogs and you have to, and she has to walk each of them individually because they're too oh. big. Like, you know, so I was just like, wow, can you imagine all the walks it takes to walk three dogs individually? And that's three, imagine 10. I mean, I, I don't know. I'd
2: I don't have know. to throw yeah.
1: them out in the farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, if you have like a, a fenced in yard or like 10 acres yeah. and like, it didn't yeah. matter, that would be different. But, but yeah, I wouldn't be walking any dogs. I wouldn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. So, um, Let's just say somebody wants to get into voice acting. You know, they, they could use some advice or anything like that. What what would you have for them?
2: Well, it's funny you should ask that because recently in the last year, well, I guess I'd say since the end of 2020, I've actually taken that on as a side hustle because you would not believe how many people, if I'm at a dinner party, if I'm at a Christmas get together with, you know, people I'm just meeting. Oh, my daughter wants to do that. How many conversations I've had throughout the years. So I have made that into a little side business where I'll do a consultation for an hour and tell you everything that you need to know. Um, And obviously there's tons of stuff on the internet too. There are recording studios that um, host these kind of things. The woman that I started with years ago, her name is Susan Berkeley. Uh, she's still teaching classes. I remember doing that in person, but there's books. There's a great book called there's money where your mouth is. The woman's name is Elaine Clark. I believe it's a little antiquated, but it also gives information. Um, and it's, it's a lot of what is it A lot of people will come to me and say, oh, I have a great voice. I'm like, well, that's great. However, do you know what 29 seconds is? You know, if someone says to me, I need this read in 2830, that's a skill. You know what I mean? So I kind of train people what that is and I'll I'll use a stopwatch and there's a lot more to it. There's also the production end. Like, can you go on a simple program and edit out your breaths? You know, there's a Hmm. lot of other things that go into it, you know?
1: I was actually, my assumption was that voice acting coaching and classes was more in line of like, here's how to do a funny voice. Here's how to do like a, a serious, I didn't realize there was, there was a lot more to it than that. Wow.
2: Technical. Yeah. Well, you know what yeah. i do is I'll also assess. I met a young woman this past summer. She's going, she's now a senior in high school. She's a STEM girl, but she said, I have this creative side too. So we did a consultation. I said, so Emily, are you comfortable reading a few scripts with me and she said yes and what I did with her is I said you know what you really fit into this genre you're you have a young voice so she was very commercial sounding but when she tried to do a narration it didn't sound authentic so we work Mm -hmm. on that kind of stuff too
1: very cool Mm -hmm. if somebody wants to get a hold of you you know find out how they can do that or you know um take advantage of your services how can they do that Thank you.
2: Uh, so my website is www.smilingvoice, one word, .com, And my email is barbara at smilingvoice.com.
1: Before we lose I'm you I'm on here Instagram
2: at, and Facebook and all that.
1: Cool. LinkedIn. At, as smiling voices or? Um, smiling You know what? I,
2: I think I'm under smiling voice on Instagram. On LinkedIn, I'm obviously Barbara Farahur. Um, But again, an email, I get back to you right away.
1: I'm pretty good. Well, we lose you here, is there anything coming up you want to promote?
2: What is coming up? We do have this really cool thing with the radio station coming up in May. I believe it's May 21st. It's at the Lakewood Blue Claws Stadium, and it's called um, Bark in the Park. Okay. And what happens is uh, shelters are there, and you can adopt pets. We You can also bring your pets, and we do a little... Um, Tricks, you know, if your dog or cat does any tricks, and then you could. A- <laughs> I thought you were saying, you could actually bring your pets, have somebody adopt them. <laughs> like, yeah. No, no, no! You can bring your pets to the event at my house, <laughs> um, and then you can buy a paw pass, and you can actually take your pet to the game if you want to. It's fun. Oh, cool. And as far as voiceovers, I never know. I know my La Rosa's bakery spot is getting produced now. That's the one that's in Shrewsbury or Red Bank. Um, and I have a big audition, March 1st. It's a 45 minute medical narration. So cross your fingers. We'll see what happens with that. Good luck. Thank you.
0: This has just been a fascinating conversation. I am so, so glad that Mike introduced us, man. Oh, it's great to meet
2: you guys. Thank you. Thank
0: you. All right. So that is our show. Thank you to our listeners, especially the subscribers. We really appreciate the support. Thank you to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group, the official sponsor of the show. They do home, auto, and workers comp. So check them out if you need some updated coverage. And finally, thanks to Barbara Farahar of Smiling Voice for joining
2: us today. It was great to be here. So great.
0: Thank you. We will see you next time. Bye.